name is Lainey. It's time for When Nerd Starts Over. This is when a nerd starts over. We're live from uh, Callie's vehicle as we <laughs> drive from Idiot Fest, which was a, a completely like awesome event that we were uh, invited to cover. And we'll get more into that later. And uh, there will be more coverage of that on No Ordinary Nerd, which is the main podcast that we're on. Um, now, this one is like a real interesting topic because we've discussed it a few times so we had Francis aka the other guy on last week and he discussed just his thoughts on marriage and he has a different view on marriage because he went through divorce and it has changed his idea of like marriage and like romance and like rom-coms and um and even the whole idea of like being romantic what it means and being chivalrous and what that means and whether it's it's dead now or do people even need to do that now and like promposals and we talked about 90s R&B it went all over the place and I wanted to bring one of my favorite people in the whole world Miss Callie Grant from No Ordinary Nerd Podcast because she has a similar opinion but maybe for different reasons and I want to dive into it so first I want to uh, introduce uh, and thank uh, Miss Callie for being on here today that was so sweet <laughs> she is honestly look my daughter freaking loves Callie so um, I'm sure if I tell my daughter that Callie was on the uh, podcast she's probably going to flip out um, and she's going to want to hear it but I'm pretty sure we're going to discuss things that she can't really hear so I won't be able to play that anymore <laughs> but again this is podcasting from its very roots because when we're in a car we're driving home. We don't know exactly how to get home. <laughs> it's a bumpy road. And we have, you know, air conditioning. <laughs> we have an hour and a half of driving. So you will hear Waze and our, her GPS person telling us where to go. <laughs> but it has been an adventurous day. We've seen fires. We did. We saw NASA. We saw NASA. I saw someone drinking beer while peeing at a urinal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tell me that. That was very gross. The guy rested his beer on the Ew. urinal. That's so freaking gross, dude. So gross. Like, I don't know, man. Whatever. But yeah, that's things you see at festivals. You know? I mean, I mean, that was just. And he actually made a comment. He was like, "It's coming in. It's coming right back out." Oh my god. So he's obviously had more than a few. But yeah. Oh, yeah. So, just to summarize. <laughs> Again, Callie is also the creator of No Budget Productions. She does everything on there. So, And she's even made graphics for this particular podcast. So she is awesome. If you want to follow her, what is your Instagram? Hello, Callie. And what is your Twitter? I think it's Hello, Callie. But you can find <laughs> her on my stuff. I don't use yeah. Twitter very much. But she is on there. Follow her. 
and she's awesome. So, you know, she's uh, you can follow everything she does on Instagram also. So, now let's recover. Let's recover. Let's, make, let's recover. What the hell does that mean? Let's cover what Francis had first said last week. He had different views on marriage because, one, he went through a divorce and it wasn't pretty. And I went through a divorce and it wasn't pretty. Now, and that's why he believes that marriage is just not viable anymore, especially since half of the people who get married don't even stay in it anymore, right? Now, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on marriage, Kelly. <laughs> Sounds like such an easy question, but there's like so much to it. Yeah. Um, I I really have no desire to get married um, ever, uh, and luckily I'm, I'm with someone that has the same feelings. Uh, he doesn't want to get married ever, and it doesn't mean anything against like how we feel about each other. Um, it's really just I mean neither of us are religious, and that's one of the main things that marriage is is that you know it's it's a, it's a religious ceremony usually. Um, even when it's not, even when people don't make it religious, it still like goes, you know, it's roots go back to being religious. Um, so there's that aspect. There's also, I mean, I personally haven't been married and been through divorce, but so many people that I know have, and to me, it really just doesn't mean anything anymore being married. And I feel like it's more, it means more to me that someone is with me, even though like, because, I mean, if you're not married, it's a lot easier to not be together anymore. Right, right. Whereas, like, if you're married and you're unhappy, a lot of people just, like, stay and decide to, like, be unhappy because divorce is such a big deal. And to me, like, if, if someone's staying with me, even though they have an easy way out, like, that says more to me about and about our relationship than a signature on a piece of paper. So. Well, that's, I mean, that's true. I mean, if you look at, like, relationships from, like, the very, like, I remember, like, in high school and... The constant, like, paranoia of, like, when you're with, like, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, right? And it's like, we got in a fight. Is she going to break up with me? Oh, my gosh, she could totally break up with me. And we're done, right? It was just like, you broke up with just words, right? And I guess, like, having that, like, that's easy. If you think about it, it's kind of funny because it's like, hey, we're together, you know. And I remember doing, like, grand, like, you know, will you be my girlfriend? And then the girl would be like, yes. And then, like, it changes. Even though nothing physically changed you're like, hey guys, that's my girlfriend. It was just this understood thought that that person would with someone else, right? And the same thing with, you know, breaking up. That magically, like, I can't, I don't want to deal with you. I don't break up with you. And then, like, now that magical, like, shield or whatever is gone. People know. And you're back to being separate people. But in marriage, it's different where it's like, there's paperwork. And there's, like, lawyers involved. And there's, like, separating... You know, like all these things, like uh, if you have property, if there's kids involved, it's it's expensive, you know. Yeah. So I could see where that that's awesome because, like, you kind of have to be on your toes in your relationship all the time, right? If that's the case, if like you don't get married and you're just boyfriend girlfriend forever, right? Yeah, and that's like the one downside I think Use the is that to continue on Dakota Road. Where are we going? I think this is it. Is it? the wrong way. Oh, it's okay. Twice in one day. It's all good. It's okay. Rerouting. <laughs> dude, that's why... Dude, um, I love GPS. I get lost going to the bathroom, so this is totally... Oh, no. This is bad. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Anyways, um, what were you... <laughs> I had something to say. Oh, no. We were talking about, like, 
it makes you like relationships really stay on their toes because like you're together boyfriend girlfriend forever and it could be oh that's you know, what I was gonna say is that there's like a certain stigma I feel like if you're older and you have a boyfriend like people kind of automatically look at it as like not very serious because if you're older you would be like engaged or married right so like it's hard for me even though like I mean potentially if I believed in marriage I would you know be thinking about marrying my current boyfriend but since that's not happening I introduce him as as my boyfriend it's like I feel like people get the idea that it's just like oh that's just her boyfriend it's not like it's not like her fiance or her like you know her husband it's just, it's just her boyfriend and like I don't that's the thing I don't like about it but that's just a, something in people's heads that like has nothing to do with our relationship yeah I think but you know even if like say you know like oh yeah like you're married or you're take the California 84 there's always like something else that people are going to grasp on you know like like what I when I, I mentioned with friends it's like oh when are you going to get married you've been engaged for how long right well, how come you don't have kids yet? Yeah. And then they're going to say, how come you only got one kid? Yeah. You only got two kids, you know? And then even when you're older, like, your kids are not going to college? Like, how come they're not going to college? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's always something. There's, like, always something that you have to, like... People are always going to, like, comment on that relationship, you know? Um, and I think that's, like... Is it... Oh, no, we can... Well, I can... You want me to pause it? Because we can... Yeah. We'll pause it. See, this is, like, the beauty of, like, live podcasting is, <laughs> is the fact that you never know what situation, like, I mean, like, and that was the adventures that we kind of brought up in the beginning. If we didn't get lost in the beginning, we would have never saw a fire. Yeah, we saw a fire. That was so cool. Yeah, we saw a fire on the side of the road, and then we had to make a decision. Do we pull over? But if we pull over, we're pulling over into the fire. Because there was I mean, a fire truck coming, but, like, technically you should pull over to the right, but that's where the fire was. So, like, it's either we follow the rules or we die, and (laughs) Kelly's a rebel, and so she decided not to pull over. (laughs) 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 But, like we were saying about the stigmas of, like, relationships, you know, um, because in my family, like, we, we are very traditional. It's like... You guys have been together for like how many years and there's no ring yet? Is this person serious about you? Um, how do you know that this person loves you? And you know, and all that. You've been then after that, it's like you've been engaged for how long? Yeah. But I just feel that one thing that's awesome about not getting married and just being together forever is that constant like. And and Francis alluded to this in the last podcast was once you get married, you feel like. I don't have to do anything extra anymore. Yeah. We've already hit, like, the goal. The milestone. Right? Yeah. So, with that being said, do you believe in being, like, romantic? Since the fact is now, people use all that romance to get to this point, to get to, like, you know, we're married now. And then the romance kind of dies, sadly. That's what happens, and you have the date nights and all this other stuff. But... How do you keep it, like, still fresh if, like, there really isn't an ultimate goal there of marriage? Like, does it just mean, like, you just have to be romantic a lot more usual than, like, a regular couple? Or, I mean, what do you do? I mean, honestly, I feel like it's kind of the same. Like, you get into um, rhythms and patterns and, like, routines, and sometimes it, you know, goes away, like, but, I don't know. 
For me, I notice, like, every time I go on vacation is, like, when J.D. and I are, like, doing really well. And, like, when we get back and we're, like, you know, more romantic than normal. Yeah. And then it kind of, like, fades away. Which is, which I don't, like, I think it's normal. Like, I, I wish that it wouldn't. But, I mean, I think it's totally normal. I mean, you, you're, you're living with that person every single day. It's, like, I wouldn't expect, like the world every single day you know like yeah i mean i i, I know it's like i know I've, I've made this joke you know like i mean when it comes to like you know romance and I, I always thought that what kept it like fresh was the constant feel that you have to chase like you have to chase like as in like you know um i really want this person to know how i feel so i'm gonna do all these things and it's this constant chase and you don't know if you're gonna end up with this person but you chase and chase and chase until then, they, you you get into the relationship with someone, and, and then it's on you to like really try to be romantic and keep that personal, you know, yeah. that relationship alive. And and then yeah, then the marriage. And I just think yeah, that's an like you said, it's inevitable that you're like, oh, I really do care about the person. I love this person, and yeah. we're kind of now we have that period of like the ebb and flow of the relationship, the roller coaster of the relationship. Yeah. Um. So yes, the honeymoon stage does go away, and I don't think. It's not a bad thing, right? No. Like the honeymoon stage goes away, right? I mean... No. I mean, I think it's more realistic to believe that it goes away. I mean, you can't be... They call it the honeymoon phase for a reason. Like, yeah. it's not really meant to last or expected to last. doesn't mean that you are unhappy or that you have to be unhappy afterwards, but it's not meant to last, I yeah. don't think. Yeah, no, I mean, I... I yeah, I agree. I think in all relationships, like, kind of. But I think it's just, it is what you guys do by keeping it fresh, by doing things in, like, different, like, environments. I yeah. think that's what, what keeps it fresh, experiencing, like, different things. Yeah. Um, like me, and um, I like to center, like, all my dates around food. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, mostly me too. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, new restaurants are, like, always new experiences. And there's always, movies are, like, new experiences like for me in Venus, right? Um, she constantly looks at like cool places to eat and cool, th- cool things to see, and it's a whole new like. Gosh, I experienced that with that person, yeah. You know, and that's why I really care about this person because they appreciated it, they experienced it with me, and I'm always gonna associate that with that person. Yeah, I think that's more important than like. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie, I do like having things done for me, like special things, you know, like kind of like. Like romantic things, I don't care. I don't know, like flowers, something simple like that, like bringing me home flowers for no reason, like that, that that says a lot. I feel like, but I feel like experiencing things together is like more is most important because you're actually like doing something with your life. You're experiencing something new, and you're doing it at the same time together with that person. So I feel like that makes or is like more, yeah, more important. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like the it's the sharing of like everything. Like if I were to do certain things. Like, for example, I would never, ever bungee jump or... Oh, no. I mean, I'm asthmatic, and I use that as my excuse. Like, oh, asthmatic's not allowed up there because we get an attack and we could die. No, but and in real, in reality... I don't know why I had that voice. But in reality, I'm afraid of heights. That's your Mission Impossible it's voice. My, yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm, that's my I'm adventurous voice, you know? Yeah, no, but in reality, like, I, I just... I wouldn't do that just because, like, it's, it's... But if I were to try something new a new restaurant or go to a different location travel to you know somewhere yeah. I've never been before and be able to share that with someone and 
they see how it affected me. I see how it affected me. The conversations we had that time, the weird experiences of randomness that might have happened, that brings you closer together. Yeah. I mean, than doing the mundane like I woke up and you were there and we had breakfast and blah blah. blah. It's all that, you know. But yeah, that's the the important thing. Yeah. You know, I think in, in the relationship because I mean, if you were to share it with someone, that's that's what makes it awesome. But if you did it yourself, that's totally different. It's like I don't have anyone to share that with, and that memory. But it's is, important to take yourself on dates too. That's true. Like what? Like what? Like give me an example of like taking yourself on a date. Um, a couple months ago, I went and watched Beating the Beast by myself, and then I bought myself animal fries. See. That was a good self date. Like, <laughs> well, you know, I've I've never done that. Like, I um, you like I you know one things. I guess for me, it would be like I'll plan days where I would do everything that I love to do. Yeah. Like by myself, but usually that's like, Eating. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, what should I eat today? And like, <laughs> I have this amount of time. I'm off at work. I can go home. I can buy this food or whatever. Watch this TV show all day by myself and I would feel that I that makes me happy yeah I agree with that I do like so I definitely watch well I don't watch a lot of TV but I do I like play a lot of video games well okay I don't know I do a lot of stuff on the TV by myself like but there's something completely different about like taking yourself out of the house and doing something that you want to do just for you it's like for me it's like a feeling of accomplishment because I'm I mean like you I'm very introverted and I don't really like being in public but it's like it totally feels like an accomplishment and it makes your confidence higher and it makes like I think it honestly makes your relationship better because the more I think it's so true about like you can't love someone else until you love yourself I think that's like super true and I, that's why, like, I think it's really important to, to do stuff like that for yourself. I don't do it as often as I should. I've only gone to the movies by myself, like, twice. But every time I do it, I feel really accomplished. Yeah, see, I that's... I really good about myself. That's, you know, I, I, I gotta do that. I gotta try that. I mean, like, for me, like, when I do things by myself, and I feel like I did, like, an adult thing by myself, yeah. that's, like, a sense of, like, accomplishment. Like, the times that we went to, to, uh, when we went to WonderCon... And the whole like, okay, we gotta get off the get out of the airport. We gotta find the bar. We gotta somehow find a way to get home. We yeah. have to we have to Uber. And like, it's a sense of accomplishment. Like, I did an adult thing. Like, yes. I I didn't have to ask for anyone. And sadly, dude, that's I don't know how to do that stuff by myself. Um, I don't either. So it's like for me to do that, and I can kind of see the self date has something like that. It's like you know, like oh, you know. I'm making only myself happy right yeah. now, and I'm totally, I'm being selfish for me because yeah. like I need that. I deserve to be able to do what I want for one day. Because our lives, yeah, we have significant others sometimes, but we need that time to just do everything we want to do and not have to satisfy other people. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a kid, and so a lot of my day is like centered around like what does Lainey want to do? Um, what does she want to eat? Or what would make her happy right now? But yeah. just to have that own, like, I'm independent, I'm doing this for me. I mean, that's totally awesome. I never really looked at it like that. Like, you need to have a self-date. Yes, you have your romantic dates and date nights, but at the same time, have the date with yourself, too. Yeah. Like, what made you, like, come up with that? Like, were you, like, is it because, like, ah, oh, I really don't want to have to go with anyone to this? Or maybe someone might not want to do this right now, but I really want to do this right now? A little bit of both. Because it was 
the main thing was like I don't know anyone else that wants to see this movie with me. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go see it by myself because I really want to see it. I also saw Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar. Oh, how, how was that? I freaking loved it. I thought no, it was so I, good. I, I just loved watched the, it again. I love the book. I, yeah, yeah. I love the. Oh my gosh, I gotta see that. Okay. And no one I like. I mean, there were some people I knew that like wanted to see it, but like scheduling wise, it was just easier just to go by myself. And especially after doing it the first time, I was like, wow, that like felt really good. And then so I don't know. Then it just made me like wanna do it more. See, that's so... Uh, and no one would see Beauty and the Beast with me, so I went by myself. Well, yeah. Yeah, we'll probably just... We'll, um, and scheduling, because... Yeah. Between scheduling and... Well, most of JD didn't want to go see it. <laughs> so I went by myself. Now, does JD go on some dates? Yeah, he'll go, he goes to the movies by himself, too. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. 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 <laughs> that, that biker? No. Well, yeah, that. And they were merging with the same lane. You know what? That's one thing we've learned today is, you know, we don't normally drive in Silicon Valley, but, dude, people are straight fast and furious out here. It's scary. I don't like it. I'm a grandma driver. I know. Dude, I literally drive, like, an ice cream truck, <laughs> um, and senior citizens flip me off on the road. But I, I'm seeing people and what they pull out here, yes, we work in an area where Sonoma Raceway is, like, king, and there's NASCAR there right now, but we're ex- Experiencing NASCAR for real out here. Scary it's, NASCAR, unsafe it, NASCAR. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, but um. Not that NASCAR is necessarily safe, but. No, not at all. No, yeah. Less but, safe NASCAR. Yeah, less safe NASCAR, <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool. I, I I really like like the idea of self date, and you know I, I mean I'm, I'm probably gonna try to do that stuff. You know, I remember I I've never really gone to the movies like by myself, um, but. I do see a lot of more people in the theaters. Yeah. Like, and I see, like, yeah, I mean, there are certain movies that I'm I'm ashamed that I would want to watch <laughs> that, like, no one else would really, really watch. Yeah. So that makes more sense for me to do that because I would not be able to pay someone to freaking go to that movie. <laughs> well, especially if you're in a relationship. you got to really think, do they want to see that movie too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, with Venus, I know that for sure. She's more like, yeah, I'll watch that with you. I'll totally watch it with you. Yeah, see, look at that guy. So Some car, dude. See, again, this is crazy. Like, you know what? We could totally turn this podcast into a driving instructional video. <laughs> like, because this is crazy. That's how you know we're older now. It's like, follow the rules of the road. <laughs> I swear, every... Okay, I turned 26, what, like two weeks ago? And I swear, every time something happens, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm 26 now. Like, I don't even want to think about the idea that I'm going to be 40 in, like, two years. Like, two I, years? That's a while. No, I look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, I am so... I so don't act like a 38-year-old. I am like... Yeah, that's a good thing. 38-year-olds are boring sometimes. No, I mean, I, I mean even like... Sometimes, not like, always. No, but I even, like, even, like, when it comes to, like, the way that I dress, I really feel like I don't dress like I'm supposed to, like... I feel the same way about myself. I, 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 and I'll even send pictures of what I wear to Venus and she'll text me back or say to me you're, you're not gonna wear that right <laughs> seriously you're, you're gonna wear that like your socks have to be that high <laughs> how come you don't have like ankle socks like she'll literally like, tell me that and she'll say it lovingly in the most stern way <laughs> well she's a mom so that makes yeah. sense you know you gotta worry about you know I'm basically one of her kids too probably <laughs> but um but yeah that's a part of like being an adult I mean now what do you feel and I, I mentioned this with 
with um, with Francis. What about chivalry? Is that dead? I mean, do you do you demand like you know? I really want a person who opens doors for me, and things like that. I mean, do you think that's necessary now, or do you believe in that? It's funny that you ask that because we just watched the Portlandia the song about men's rights. Right, right. Which is awesome. Please check out Portlandia if you haven't. Yes, um, and it, it's actually like that's why I really like that show is because it, it actually like talks about like pretty important issues. Like, I mean, it's so silly. It's like you know men's rights. Like who would like no one you say that and someone's gonna be like, oh, why do men need rights? They already have all the rights. So it's just like funny. But at the same time, they they said something about. Like if you're so if you're so feminist, why don't you open the door for me or something like that? And it made me think it's like it's kind of that whole thing about like women want rights, they want, but they like I don't know. And then this definitely is because of like because no one obviously not all women are gonna have the same idea of what they want. But it's like we we got all these rights, and now we're working, and it's like now a lot of women are like, man, why did we get rights? Like they just got to stay at home and like be with the kids and clean. Like and they had it made, you right. know. And it's like so it's like it's almost like you're never happy. But and like in terms of like chivalry, it's mostly like men who are doing things for women, right? It's like it's not really the opposite. When you think of chivalry, it's not like women doing something for men, right? It's more like yeah, opening yeah. the door for them or like pulling a chair out. Pulling the chair out, taking their or, coat or like yeah. so it's like it's weird. We're in like a weird phase. Like some women still want that, but other women are like total like, you know, opposite side spectrum feminists are like, no, like I can do that myself, thanks. So it's like it's kinda weird. Like I do consider myself a feminist in terms of like, yes, I think women should have rights. I think they should get paid the same amount as men. But it's like, I don't know. So it's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's weird. a weird, like, balance, I guess. Yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah. Like, what do you think about, like, like, the way that movies portray that? And, and one thing we did talk about, me and Francis, was the death of the rom-com. <laughs> like, he was like, what's the biggest romantic comedy that you remember? Compared to, like, the superhero movies that were, like, Flooded, flooded through like the the theaters now. Yeah. The- well, they had like I mean I don't know when they came out, but like I think of the most recent one. This is forty came out not that long ago. Right? Yeah. See, that's uh, actually kind of while ago. Was it? Yeah. I mean, because the thing is like, it's. What was the most recent? Yeah, I can't think of what the most recent one. Was. He, for what he brought up, was La La Land. Was probably one of the bigger ones, but that I. I look at rom-com and I kind of feel like there has to be a happy ending at the end. Yeah. The guy gets the girl, the girl gets, gets back with the guy, whatever. Yeah. But you saw La La Land, right? It did not. Oh, okay, I don't know why I'm spoiling for well, you. Well, I know they don't end up together. Yeah, see, but that was like... That's kind of why I don't really consider that a full, like, rom-com. Because I'm yeah. like... Yeah, but it's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. The guy totally. doesn't... The guy and girl... Some, they don't, sometimes they don't have to be together, they, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think in video games... That's kind of like happens in video games. Like, do, do the guy and girl characters have to get together? Do they have to, you know? Yeah. That's not realistic. I mean, like, for, you know, it, just because they, they had to do these things, experience that together, doesn't mean they have to end up... They save the world together. Do they have to fall in love together, too? Yeah. You know, so I, I understand it. And I wonder if that's the reason why we don't have that many rom-coms anymore. It's because of the, our beliefs have changed on romance and chivalry. You think? 
maybe. It also could be like that's not really what's making money right now. It's it's so true, man. Like I mean, but I guess I could be lying. So obviously, like money has to do with like beliefs at the time. Yeah, it, it makes me sad because I and then I, I would totally would fork out money for anything. Like Jennifer Lawrence and Ryan Gosling together doing a romantic comedy over the next Marvel film. I would yeah. that's just me you know like and I would have to agree only because I'm so sick of superhero movies yeah I know we're being just like flooded it's just like I just feel like they should like I don't know spread them out a little bit it's either that or it's a remake right it's a remake yeah. of something you know and I think that's sad I mean that is sad because I remember I grew up and it was all kinds of romantic it was like The Notebook and A Walk in the Clouds and Must Love Dogs and um Everything Catherine Heigl freaking did was, uh, you know, yeah, 27 dresses and knocked up and, you know, everything was a love story and that was making money. Um, now it's like people, now the romance is a little part of the superhero movie. Yeah. You saw Wonder Woman, you saw Wonder Woman, right? No, well, there's a little bit of love story there, but now romantic stuff only is like a little part of the story and doesn't dominate the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Maybe that's why Cameron Diaz is not making much movies anymore because she's known for that kind of stuff. Um, which is, you know, which is sad, you know. But I mean, that, again, your idea on marriage is a lot more common now. It's, yeah. that's how it is. I have an aunt who's been like married like five freaking times and she's made jokes that she's the queen of divorce. And. It's never something I hope to be the queen of. I know, I know. Like, like, but it makes me wonder, like, oh. holy hell, dude. That guy drove like he was trying to go back to the future. He literally made my car, like, shake. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was scary. I don't like it. This is dangerous. This is danger in our podcast. It's dangerous podcasting. Ever, right? No, but, I mean, that's so, like, I, I think... Now that we see how the, the increase in, like, divorce and the idea of open relationships is, like, a bigger deal now and people are more understanding towards that, that maybe that's what the movies are going to go towards or, like, relationships that don't end together or things like that. I mean, like, even some of the sitcoms um, with friends, right? Ross, yeah, and, Ross and Rachel. Ross and Rachel end up together, right? At the very, very, no. very... They don't at the very no. end? Oh, my gosh. Wait, am I remembering wrong? I thought they... I thought it was, like, open-ended. Like, they were kind of, like, talking about it, but it never, like, gave you, a, like, a solid yes. Oh, I think... Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. That's what happened. Did you watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Um, I, I started watching it. I never finished it. Yeah, see, I mean, that was a kind of, like, an open-ended kind of weird thing, and do they end up together, and a lot of, you know, I think in TV, they really play more on, like, the romance thing, because it's a yeah. big part of plot. That's yeah. a big part of plot. Like Especially for a TV show that's going on for a long time. Yeah, for a movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, like, yeah, I can see that, you know, it's, it's kind of, I guess you'll only know how people depict what love is like, really. By what is put in the media, you yeah. know. It's interesting though, because like, it like you were saying, right how to take the I eighty east, I five eighty west exit towards uh, San Rafael, Sacramento. How um, there's going to be like less romance in movies. Like, I wonder if that's going to just like make the divorce rate go even higher, or the marriage.
hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what about, like, what about Valentine's Day? Like, I know that you said that, like... There's so many people. I know so many people are like, it's such a commercial. Yeah. It's a consumer holiday. And, like, yeah. you know, I just bought, you just, like, I bought a card. I bought some roses. I bought some candy. I spent 200 bucks. Yeah. You know, what do you think of that? Valentine's Day. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Um, yeah, we usually just go out to dinner, but it's like, or go out to like a nice dinner, but our anniversary is also the 6th of February. Okay. So it's like, I think we end up kind of just like combining the two. Like, so, I mean, instead of going to a nice dinner twice, we'll just go like once for both kind of thing. And like, maybe get flowers on whatever day we don't celebrate. So it's like, yeah, we kind of celebrate, but... Not, not really. No, we don't, neither of us, like, go all out. But what about, okay, so I know that now, okay, so I, from what with this discussion we've had about, like, romance, you, you, on a scale of, like, one to ten. And how important is romance to you? Scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten? you that's how important you feel like six, it should be but seven, you think 6.75 exactly yeah that's the total ravenclaw way to look at it <laughs> 6.75 but <laughs> well, what about has that changed like when you're in high school how important was it to you back then i feel like it was more it was just more common in high school because it was more expected yeah than it is now i think I don't know. Um, I, do, I do think it's changed, but I don't know if it's changed because of me or if it's changed because of like society's views of relationships. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, because I, you know, like I, I know that marriage. You know, like I, you know, I, I, will, I, I consider myself like a romantic. I love romance. I, dude, I cry <laughs> all the time. Romantic movies. <laughs> I love happy endings of like, you know, they fell in love. I mean, geez, I, I watch freaking reality TV shows, singing competitions, and I cry. Like, whenever a good song, like, oh, they killed it. They totally made it their own. Yeah, it's sad. Like, but that's kind of like the way I am. Um, and I, I guess that's the reason why, for me, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would probably say I'm closer to like 8 or 9. Yeah. Um, I can see that with you, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, and I think that with, especially now, like, before, after I got, like, divorced, you had that period where you're like, oh, just, I'm just going to be, like, a person living alone in my bathrobe with 20 cats. <laughs> I don't want to ever do this again and go through, like, the dating process. I'm going to be the old guy at the bar, like, hey, what's up? And, like, you know, I want to... You know, what are you, what's your sign? I mean, not that I ever use that line, but that's, I didn't want to start over again. And I yeah. think the relationship that I have with Venus is because we've known each other. She knows of me forever. And we kind of skipped all of the, you know, getting to know each other and yeah, like, yeah. 
hey, let's have coffee, let's go on dinner and a, and a movie, and we skipped all of that and went straight to like, I know what you're about, I know your baggage, you know my baggage, <laughs> you know, it works, you yeah. know? So, and I, and that's why I feel like since I had that relationship with her, I, I, I'm so like not against like getting married again yeah i i kind of i i see it in my head i'm like okay i could see later 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 down the line me going down the aisle again me crying during my vials <laughs> you know my first dance would be me doing a corny like in sync routine with my groomsmen <laughs> um things like that you know you know it actually like i almost feel like if i had a marriage that didn't work out and then I met someone else, I would almost want to get married again just to, like, give it its good name back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you had your first one, it obviously didn't work out, and now it's like you could either choose to just have a bad outlook on marriage, or you could do it again and make it better, make it, you know, make it actually work. Yeah, and that's make, true. Give it a better name the second time around. Yeah, I, I think, I, I kind of, that's the kind of way I kind of look at um, parenting. Because, like, my father was, like, terrible. Right? Oh, yeah. He was terrible. I mean, he was, like, you know... And, then, and I mean, if you listen to the podcast on Nordian Nerd, or even stuff I mentioned here on here, I've, I've talked about my experiences and, like, how... Even in high school, I was, like... Even I, I didn't have any kids or I wasn't, like... I had, you know, pictured myself having kids in the future. It was, like, I just want to make sure that I'm totally the opposite of what my father was. And that was, like, I'm trying to give fathers a better name. Uh, you know, like... It doesn't have to end bad, you know, you don't have to, you know, you can care for your kid and be a loving dad, you know, even yeah. though you grew up with a, a father who didn't give you that, yeah. you know? So I, I that's kind of the way I look at parenting, I guess. Um, so I, I could totally, totally see that. Now, if you were, I'm not saying you were ever to get married, could you, what would you do, like... It would be super non-traditional because I don't like having all the attention on me. Mm-hmm. I would not want to, like, walk down the aisle and have everyone stare at me. I don't want to do the first dance and have everyone stare at me. Yeah. I just don't like people staring at me. So, I don't know. I think I would just throw, like, a big party. Yeah, just, like, a big, like, like yeah, see, because that's what that is. You know, yeah, that's what it is. like, that's what people go for. They don't really go for the ceremony. That's, like, the obligation. Yeah, how many people are like, uh, I, I can't, I'll make it to the reception, I can't go to the ceremony. Yeah. It's, you have more of that than, I'll just go to the ceremony, I won't go to the party. Yeah. You know, that's, like, that's, that's totally true. Yeah. You know. I have thought about that. It's funny, because, like, back when I was in, like, a worse, like, a really, actually bad relationship, um... I thought I was gonna get married. Right. Like I was plain like I wasn't we both thought that we were gonna get married. And I was really into Katy Perry at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it first. So um I was picturing like having this huge like candy candy themed wedding because you what? know how she had that like um, whatever song, whatever album the California Girls was on. Oh gosh, dude, I Because I went song. to, I saw her in, I saw her in concert. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and my friend and I dressed up and we just like covered ourselves in like fake candy because it was all like, it was like candy themed. Yeah, and yeah. And there was like, in the show, there was like a girl like going through the candy cane forest or whatever. So anyways, that was like what I thought of my wedding being like. Was like I was gonna have like cotton can- like fake cotton candy and I don't know. So it's really funny to me that I had like that expectation and how much <laughs> I've changed since that. that is so and awesome. that's what scares me too is like I was like 
almost ready to marry someone that was so bad for me like so bad for me and that's like I don't know I think it makes me nervous yeah and oh my gosh and speaking from like experience okay it's just it's just some I know people who have and that and I, I think I have like sometimes people use that let's get married because they think it's going to make the relationship better. I've, I've had that. Let's have kids because it will help the relationship. And that's just a that's terrible... Never, that's never true. I, cause, that I mean, will never be true yeah, for anyone. I know, because I mean, honestly, I mean, to be honest, I, that happened with me. I mean, I, there were signs that it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. But I felt like... I don't know why I felt that way. Honestly, I don't... That was like, yeah, you know, we have, we're kind of rocky... Kind of a lot of big gaping things that don't mesh well, but I think if we're married, it will make it work. But yeah. I, I I don't know why I felt that way. But I know I'm not alone in that in that no. belief, you know. No, so, yeah. which is you know that's sad, you know. But now, at first, I want to thank Miss Kelly Grant for doing this again. She's she's completely awesome. Please follow her on her social media outlets, on Instagram. Um, if you follow like Nordy Nerd on Twitter, she's on there a lot, and our, she's on our podcast. And again, she's no budget production. She does all our YouTube stuff. So if you want to know more about what she can do, it's like all over our YouTube channel. Um, even her photography that and she I'm has. And I'm still learning video, so don't don't be too harsh of a judge. <laughs> and plus, we're still learning podcasting. Look at what we're doing here. This again, this is a side project of Nordy Nerd. That's the main umbrella right we're just this is just a fun thing because i really wouldn't do what we talk about on that show it wouldn't make any sense yeah. you know so i'll thank her for that and one thing that I, I also love about like callie and jd has a couple is they they are a gamer couple which i really really appreciate um i love that you know jd is a big gamer you know and she plays games she's a stardew valley person that's awesome too and I love that you know and that leads me into what we will be doing next week next week I will be interviewing a pretty hardcore gamer couple and that's uh, Miss Poofy Sushi Lily and, oh, and Hot Jake um, <laughs> Hot Jake they, yeah we call them Hot Jake <laughs> they are a for real gamer couple that spends hours a day gaming together so I'm gonna have them on there um so please look out for that before we end this just a couple words on our experience here and we will go into more in depth on the no ordinary podcast about our experience at idiot fest but what's one thing that you took away from this uh, idiot fest that you thought was like this is awesome does realizing the massive amount of talent it takes to be a voice actor count no that's true (laughs) that is true because we saw a panel on futurama and I've only seen a couple of episodes, but now oh, I'm I've like, seen a lot of yeah. See, now I'm like, I gotta watch them now. Oh yeah, because especially no, that's my favorite. Like that's my favorite over like Family Guy or any like I or Bob's Burgers. Like Futurama is my favorite. Yeah, like, animated show. Like from what I heard from the panel, the the they would talk about the emotional undertones of certain episodes. Yeah, that would really get me. Like I think Bob's Burgers doesn't really hit you in the heart it's all jokes simpsons can hit you in the heart in certain moments um family guy never will hit you in the heart south park never hits you in the heart but 
I can really appreciate a cartoon with feelings. And so I think I'm going to start doing that today. Because what is that on? Is Netflix. that on? Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Futurum is? Yeah. Shoot. Okay, well, then I know what I'm going to do. There's my self-date. <laughs> my self-date will be... No, you have to go out of your house. What that's, is, your, that's your goal for before your next podcast. Wait, is... How about if I sit in my car and watch... No. <laughs> no. You have to take yourself out in public. Okay, so there you go. One thing we're going to take from that is that people who listen to this, the few people who listen to this, please go on self-dates. That's very important, right? I think that's an awesome idea. Anything else from about the Fest that you really, really liked? Um, the food was great. Yes, it the was. The panels were great. I think it's really cool that Chris Hardwick was on every panel. Oh, yeah. That's really cool of him to do. Um, no, I, I think the quality of panels here... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're really good. We, I mean, like I said, we've been to a lot of panels. WonderCon, Silicon Valley Comic Con, Fanime Con, Wizard World. Oh, my God, this was top-notch. Like, well, the talent was top-notch. Yeah, the thing is, is, like, this festival had way less podcast... Or way less panels... So it's like they were just all really good. No, they were heavy there was no, hitters. No, like fill in. No, they were heavy, heavy hitters. Like, um, I loved every single panel. Even like you know with the Animaniacs, um, reliving my childhood again, and the fact that that's on Netflix, I could totally watch that again. And the controversial things that they talked about in the show that was were above its time. You can't talk about that stuff now. You can't get away with that. Um, makes me want to revisit that. Um, but again, this here, I know that this festival has a lot to grow. There's a lot of room to grow. Um, but the bands, the the artist alley, the friendliness of the people. Yeah. I mean, I definitely look forward to next year to being a part of it and doing it again. Um, so if you can, please, like, attend next year for sure. This is awesome. So we want to, well, I can't wait. We'll go more depth on the No Ordinary podcast. Look on angstinger.com. For all the coverage, again, all the photos are property of Miss Callie Grant and No Budget Productions. So um, all her stuff is will be on these on these articles that we're going to have. So again, follow her. Thank you again for listening. Tune in next week when we t- uh, talk to a real gamer couple. It'll be awesome. Again, thank you, Miss Callie. Anything else you want to promote? Thank or are you. you good? No, I'm good. Good. And we Ravenclaw. Just... Go Ravenclaw. Yes, go Ravenclaw. <laughs> but also, um, if you're worried. We are on the right path home. <laughs> we, I do recognize. I do recognize this area, so I do know how to get home from here. So do not worry if you're counting at home. So yes, thank you again, and that's it. I want to thank Nate Gold did it for the music, and I also want to thank Ryan, also known as Bancroft, for the music that was donated to the podcast. So thank you very much for that. All right, have a good week, everyone.